All right, guys, this is Anime DGENs episode one. My name is Bass, and I'm here with my boys, Dan and Tyler, and we're your Anime DGENs. We have a lot planned for today, including who we are, what this show's about, and of course, plenty of anime topics. I, for one, am really excited about this show. Boys, how y'all doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm really excited to uh, get rolling on this fun little project we got going on. Uh, if you guys didn't know, my name's Dan. Uh, some of you guys might know me as Tuna, but uh, how you doing, Tyler? Well, I'm doing great. Uh, you know, my name is Tyler as well. Um, I've, you know, we was watching some TV today, like me and my mom, and I think I turned into a Game of Thrones fan, you know, super fan, actually. Love uh, that, man. Great love show. Yeah. Love that, dude. I think the next step is One Piece. What do y'all think? Do it. Oh, Do it. That's, <laughs> that's a saga, man. That is a saga that Mama better be ready to buckle her seatbelt for because that's a ride. That's I a think, long yeah. ride. I think we can 100%. do it. You know, now here we are, you know, doing our first episode. I'm I'm excited, boys. I'm excited. What about y'all? I'm really beyond, excited. dude. Yeah, really excited, man. This this is gonna be a great journey we're we're uh, starting off here. And uh I think everybody's gonna be uh like the show. I think it's gonna be great and i'm i don't know about y'all but me myself i'm kind of nervous you know about this but you know thankfully you know dan and bass are professionals of this type of thing so i think <laughs> they can carry you know i think yes, professional <laughs> is a strong word a little bit strong but uh you know we do know how to uh, command a room so we'll see how it goes yeah we work yeah. with it we work with it yeah uh so guys uh you guys want to get into the vision statements and kind of talk about what we our goals for this show Hell yeah. Um, well, my vision, I think, for this podcast is just talk about all the anime that we love, plus even the ones we love to hate, you know, like Black Clover, for example, you know. Yes, uh, sir. <laughs> wow. I know, I know Tuna, Tuna loves it, you know, Black Clover, but, you know. Not my favorite. Man. Not my favorite, but a good show all in all, you know. It's not a top <laughs> ten for me, but uh, I've had some arguments with people about that in the past. So we'll mm. leave that to another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's maybe do that. I'm, I'm glad Dan can't speak for all of us. <laughs> uh, also, maybe help someone start their own anime journey. You know, find a banger show they can put in their top five. You know, it's what we're here for. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, for sure, man. You know, I know a bunch of us have, uh, we have a very broad um understanding of different genres within the anime world so i think all three of us should be able to point somebody in the right direction for that Hopefully. and uh specifically for me you know i've been uh, a fan of the anime for a long time and i think uh there's some classics out there so some of these new gen anime fans need to learn a thing or two about so that's one thing that i would love i think it's gonna be great for this podcast i think it will be you gotta, gotta show these youngins what's up um you know, and I'm just really trying to share my love of the genre with people like you guys, you know, and uh, just trying to get out of my comfort zone. I think out of the three of us, I'm, I'm more into the shonen style anime than anybody else. Um, at least I think that's what Tyler thinks of me. So we'll see what happens. And but yeah, just trying to get out of the comfort zone and show some people some things, you know. I don't I don't think Bass has ever watched any kind of, you know, romance or anything <laughs> He, all he knows is Naruto and Black Clover, bro. That's it. <laughs> Not Black Clover. You didn't do me like that. Come on, man. <laughs> throw, hey. throw some mix in there, you know? I think he's okay. Bass has a very broad love of the power of friendship. Watching <laughs> a, Watching a character grow from a young boy to a man. Oh, in epic a fight scenes. 
and epic fight scenes. They gotta be good. I mean, come on. We got them pinned down to a science. I need good <laughs> boxing. Dan knows this. <laughs> and uh, I think, you know, the final thing that we all want to do is we just want to create a place for our listeners to, you know, meet other fans of anime, share their reviews, their opinions, and uh, just create a warm place for people to get together. Uh, check out the Discord, a shameless plug. And that will give you guys, uh, you know, a great look into who we are and what we enjoy. So awesome. on that on that note, we're going to turn it over to a little intro of each of us. You know, we're going to let you guys know who we are uh, when we got into anime, things like that. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Bass. Sure, sure. Uh, so, yeah, Bass here. Um, I originally got into like anime unknowingly, I guess, with uh, Pokemon. I think that I started watching that when I was around four years old and. Just loving all the characters, Ash, uh, all your starter Pokemon. It, it, it's been pretty cool. And actually, Pokemon helped me learn how to read, um, trying to figure out what all the, the moves were and things like that. It was pretty cool. But uh, kind of later on in life, maybe third or fourth grade or so, <clears throat> I remember talking to my friends, you know, outside about this. You know, those they had those like big uh, green transformer boxes in like apartment building neighborhoods. And I was talking to some of my friends about Toonami. And I was talking about some of the shows I like, like DBZ, Gundam Wing, even a little, a little Sailor Moon. And uh, one, of the, one of the guys was like, uh, oh, so you like anime? And I was like, wait a second. And like, That's anime? Is that what that is? And he's like, yes. Yeah. So I was like, okay, damn. Oh, yeah, I guess bro. I really do like anime. Yeah, yeah. So that's when I was uh, knowingly watching anime from that point on. That's his buddy in the background. Just had the one of us chants going on. Oh, yeah, for sure. Indoctrinate him <laughs> into the culture, baby. <laughs> um, but I'd say probably after that, I stayed with Toonami for a while and then probably got out of anime around the time I was like 14 or 15, you know, getting outside, hanging out with folks, running around, getting into trouble. And Chasing then, women. Uh, that's how it goes, man. You know, puberty <laughs> hits and you got to let that thing fly. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then. It wasn't until maybe my sophomore or junior year of college, like when I like rediscovered Gundam. Um, I was living with a few guys um, that I knew from school, and uh, I don't know how it came up really, but I started talking about Gundam Wing and how I used to watch it. And one of my roommates was like, "Bro, you like Gundam too?" And uh, it was it was over from there. It was straight up over from there. I uh, went sailing on the high seas uh, at the Pirate Bay. And uh, we got we got a lot of Gundam downloaded, and we were just watching it all the time in the living room. So allegedly, 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 <laughs> cannot confirm or deny if show was pirated, but it was great. Yes, allegedly. yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I can't even remember which ones we watched at that point. But I, I remember just watching it for like a whole semester, and it. You know, we thought we were cool, so none of us really brought up anime beforehand. And uh, I guess he was kind of like the first person who was like, "Yo, I'll, I'll raise my hand and say I like this." Um, and then from there, I got into like AOT after that. I think it came out a couple of years later. And I mean, it's really when it took off for me. It's hard to find back in the day, you know, like everybody thought, you know, they looked down upon anime, you know. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, middle school, liking anime and uh, like openly liking it. It, yeah. it could be rough. You know, I went to school in the hood and it was, you know. Not a lot of people like that, but you yeah. it is what it is. You couldn't really do anything to me. I was like six foot two two twenty. 
So no one was stepping. You know what I'm saying? Kids these days got it easy, man. You go to the mall now and you see all these kids walking around in Naruto shirts and everything else. And you're like, I couldn't have been that open with this. I would have gotten beaten up. Right. It's nuts, man. My uh, my cousin, she's <clears throat> I think she's like 12 years old. And uh, they were all hanging out at my parents' house. And I came over to stop by and they were all watching anime. I was like, what is this? Like, what is this? I could have never. It was like me, my one friend in the neighborhood, and we just kind of like kind of like silently watched anime. Didn't really tell anybody, so kind of had to yeah. keep it under wraps a little bit. Hey, Bass, you watched that episode of that show we like? Yeah, it was fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, what, what show? <laughs> you, you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't yeah, know yeah, it. Yeah, it's top secret. You know? It's yes, something. Sir. It's something. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'll just so you guys can get a little bit of a um an understanding of kind of what i like i'll I'll go into a few shows i'm watching right now as well um so like spy family my hero academia haroni kenshin and then i got my weekly one piece been watching that for a while now a few years um can't think of what else i've been watching here lately but you know just whatever uh catches my eye you know what i'm saying probably black Um, clover (laughs) bro y'all gonna y'all gonna leave that alone (laughs) <laughs> Y'all gonna leave that alone. We, did, we, just, that. We, we just gotta make him skip to like the first big fight scene, and I'm like, oh no, this is gas. Yeah, like, episodes I'm in. a sucker for the fights, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. But uh, what about you, Tyler? Well, so my name is Tyler. For everybody that don't know, um, people also call me Moon Dog or T Moon. Uh, either one's fine with me. Um, I'll be 30 this year, I think. Um, <laughs> You know, time flies, you know, when you get yeah, older. It really does, uh, man. I just turned yeah. 30, and uh, I feel old. I yeah. feel like a grown-ass man. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I think we're all officially boomers now, honestly. Right? Yeah? I got uh, I got 10 more months on the day, actually. I got No, eight months. I got eight months on the day until I'm officially a boomer. So no. Stay young, brother. 29 I'm, counts. Nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to live... <laughs> vicariously as i can until you know my knees hurt every day when i get out of bed at the ripe old age of 30 yeah mm-hmm. Too yeah bad i woke it's up already my, happened my, for my me. back was tight when i woke up <laughs> knees were creaky i had to sit back down because my you know my head was spinning it was crazy he's got a can of he's got a can of wd-40 on the nightstand now for when he gets out of oh, bed shit. oh yeah gotta have it gotta have it uh but I'm I'm from a small town out in the middle of nowhere where every, everyone thinks anime is cartoons. And, of course, you know, everyone knows cartoons are for kids, you know. Uh, that's that's how it is out here. Uh, but re- regardless, we still love anime. Um, I enjoy watching all genres except for that one. Um, I think it's called Intels. I don't know. It's something like that. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that, to be honest. <laughs> And I don't know about y'all, but I don't really have enough time in the day to watch everything I want to watch. Um, but I try anyways. Uh, so y'all probably want to know, like, when did I first get into anime? Well, unlike Dan and Bass over here gr- growing up, I was never a hardcore watcher or weeb, as they call it nowadays. Um, I did watch Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! a lot. Um I didn't even know it was anime back in the day. I just thought it was cartoons, just, you know, small town, you know. I like Bash, you know, they thought it was cartoons until his buddy told him to. It was it was anime, you know. It came uh, as a I, shock, to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> well, we didn't know, you know. 
Yeah, what's anime but just Japanese cartoons, yeah. right? Yeah. We was watching the English version anyways, you know. We wouldn't read the subtitles back then, you know. But I collected uh, and played the card games, you know, video games for Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, we love Pokemon Yellow, by the way. The number one Pokemon game out there. That's, so excited. An, that's <laughs> an argument for another day, yeah, but... Uh... Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is. I mean, I was so excited to finally have Pikachu in the game, you know, as my starter. Like, that's all I wanted was to have Pikachu. Oh, yeah, um, man. I can still remember how I felt when I, you, like, had Pikachu following you around. I, w- I was so stoked, man. I was giddy. It was the first of, you know, first of its kind. Like, we we never seen nothing like that before, you know? Exactly. Imagine if you could just have all the Pokemon following you around, you know? That would be wild. Especially back then. <laughs> uh I'd catch a few episodes of older shows like Sailor Moon, One Piece, Naruto, Dragon Ball Z. Just every once in a while, what came on the TV uh, probably was it the Four Kids version or something like that. The Four Kids One Piece, dude. What a treat. Yeah. yeah. Sanji with his lollipop. <laughs> what a shame. Uh, but after I got a little older, maybe early teen years, you know... We'd stop watching anime. That's usually how it goes, especially back then, you know. Um, But I still played a lot of games. My favorite anime at this time was probably, like I said, Pokemon. I watched it all the time. It came on all the time. Uh, uh, Which brings me to the topic of G4 TV. You know, I just remembered that today, you know, playing video games. G4 TV, bro. I didn't get G4. I didn't have, I had that basic, basic cable. I didn't get G4. I wasn't lucky enough to have that fancy satellite TV that had that. Yeah, I was thinking about them today and I was like, bro, what would I, like, how would I survive back in the day without G4 TV? Even though I didn't watch anime all the time like that, I could still video games and shit. Olivia Munn, you know? Come on mm-hmm. now. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, Does, doesn't like hentails, but he likes Olivia yeah. Munn, folks. Well, you know, <laughs> there's a difference between, you know, squids and, you know, <laughs> Olivia Munn, you know. <laughs> or my life is Anuka Sands dog, you know, out here, like softcore hentai. But, uh, Oof. Pass. But I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pass, make it, make it hardcore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> None of that half stepping bullshit. <laughs> uh,. But I stopped, like I said, I stopped when I was teens. Um, probably around 2019, I got back into it, watching anime. Uh, the first anime I decided to watch was Naruto because a friend of mine, actually a younger friend of mine, uh, uh, started watching it. He got into Shippuden. He was talking about the pain arc, you know, the pain Naruto fight. Uh, and it just sounded hella good. Uh, R.I.P. My homie. Kirby Sage. Still, too soon. Too soon. Still, still tears me up, boys. It was uh, like 13 years ago. No, it, it still hits <laughs> just as hard. I got to skip is, that man. episode every time, bro. Bro, it, I, I, I still can't believe he died, man. This is, <laughs> is crazy. Quote boy. unquote, swimming with the fishes. Yeah. <laughs> the ocean, bro. You wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, I turned I turned that on one day, and you know I zoomed through it, uh, all seven hundred twenty episodes, filler and all. Like I didn't know what filler was back then. 
Like I just thought it was all the show. I just watched it all. Um, but now I probably around. Uh, I converted a family member to anime, uh, especially Naruto. I started my sister on watching, you know, Naruto, and uh, she. It took some time, you know. I watched it with her, and it took some time, and. She watched it all, and now she's even got an Itachi tattoo, bro. Like, it's crazy. She's the Naruto fan now. Uh, I think I watched it, like, three or four more times since 2019, honestly. Uh, Perfect starter anime for anyone watching that hasn't seen it yet or thinking about watching anime or recommending an anime to a friend that doesn't watch it. Naruto, it's the way to go. It is a good way to get into the... um into the space for sure. I uh, tried to get my sister watching it. And uh, after, I think she caught on to it after about 20 or 30 episodes that uh, Kishimoto cannot write women to save his life. No. And man, she's a, she's a, uh, uh, like a female activist and she wasn't yeah. having any, of it. she turned that shit off. It was so funny, but I you know, mean the best female in that, what do y'all think? Like Hanada, like, Tsunade, dude. Yeah, I think Tsunade. Yeah. I think she's well-written. Yeah. But it takes a while for her to come into play, you know what I mean? Right, right. Well, that's fine. The rest sucked before then. What about (laughs) Tintin, bro? Tintin's just over here. I got bro. Who is... Tintin who? Tintin. Oh, let me... Let me... uh, Very, very bland character (laughs) who has a scroll full of weapons. I love how they just like come flying out and it's supposed to be dangerous. Like, come on, people out here shooting fireballs and putting people under spells and you got weapons. You got a scroll of kunai? I got those in my back pocket. <laughs> but it's a lot, bro. How many can you dodge at once? Like You gotta dodge like 15, bro. I mean, in the Naruto world, all of them. No. See how fast those guys move? Great. <laughs> Me and me to tell if you said they're cracking up and just teleport out of the way like ha idiot rookie. <laughs> uh I guess uh I guess everyone kind of wants to know what I'm watching right now to give give an idea of you know what type of stuff I watch. Uh it's my list is hella long, but I'm only gonna give y'all a few of them. Uh, I'm watching One Piece right now, of course. Peak anime fiction by the way. Peak goat. You know, Oda. Yeah, Oda. <laughs> uh, if you're not watching that yet, why? This is why. Why, bro? Um, watching My Hero, of course. Blue Lock. It's one of the better sports anime out there right now. Uh, I'm also watching several Winter 23 shows, such as like Tomo Chan is a Girl, Spy Classroom. The Angel Next Door, Spoils Me Rotten, Ninjin Fushin, probably butchered that. I can't hardly talk right now as it is, let alone talking Japanese, bro. Uh, um, several more, but I'm not going to name them. Uh, trying to watch, catch up on some shows like Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon, To Your Eternity, Noragami, Spice and Wolf. Oh, Norikami, dude. Yeah. Uh, That's a good one. My man's watching it all. Bro, you're going to put me on something. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot. Norikami, dude. You probably like that one. Yeah, it's it's pretty chill. It's pretty cool. I like it. 
I'm I'm not through the first season yet, but so far, it's pretty good. Probably eight out of ten, honestly. So far. Um, uh, what about you, Dan? Yeah, you know I've um pretty similar to Bass with the with the origin story here. I uh used to get off the bus every day at elementary school, and I would uh boot Pokemon right up on Cartoon Network, and then I would go to, uh, I believe it was Sailor Moon, and that's when I would go get my outside time in, because I was a big fan of that show. Uh, but then coming back, you know, it was Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Gundam Wing, Yu Hakusho, Roni Kenshin, right down the line every day. Uh, the best part about Dragon Ball Z back then was, you'd get two episodes back-to-back, so you'd get your recap episode, and that usually happened during dinner. So as long as I didn't miss the day before, I was good. But if I missed it, the TV, we had a little tiny, like, 8-inch TV in the kitchen. Like, Mom, I gotta know what's going on. I gotta know what's going on. My boy Goku and Frieza right here. Yo, this is fancy. huge. This is, this is the longest five minutes of my life right here, and I gotta watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, really, like, what have we would have, what have we would have done without, like, tsunami back in the day you know i don't even know man that that was the like the birthplace of like a lot of a lot of weebs like us who have been at the game for a long time yeah y'all would have been like me you know not have tsunami over here watching pokemon and shit (laughs) you gotta you gotta get it how you live man that's that's how it goes (laughs) but uh, i think i think one of the highlights of my uh my early tsunami days is they had it was when naruto was running they had a head they had a giveaway where you had to get a code every day and go on their website. So I'm logging in on the AOL connect or whatever, the dial of internet to go through these codes in. And uh, your boy won a Naruto headband, one of the OG ones, not this like, I'm going to go on Amazon and buy one because I'm cool. I'm like, nah, I won that shit. Okay. So <laughs> big flex pretty, out there. Pretty big much flex. to all the listeners, pretty much what he's saying is uh, when you were putting those codes in as a kid like myself, Dan stole that from us. That's what happened. This is the guy that got it. So I didn't get the big fancy you, prize. I, I didn't. I didn't get the big fancy prize, but I got a headband. And I still yeah. got it. Hey. You're gonna get canceled on day one, bro. <laughs> <Chill>. <laughs> but uh, you know, unlike Bass, I kind of never petered off and like stopped watching. You know, I was the kid who was staying up till two, three a.m. every Saturday watching either the like seventeen episode Naruto block or Inuyasha. Or whatever else they had going on. They had Gundam on that too. I think it was Gundam Seed at the time. So kept with it. Um, I kind of really found my stride when I got good old cable internet. And I could actually go on the internet and watch things. And let me tell you, there were some sketchy websites back in the day. <laughs> but that's how we got into it. You know, that's when we were watching Bleach, Ship It In. Oh, God, Fairy Tale. That was a major part of my early anime childhood. The mid, the teen years, I guess, of being a weeb. Um, if you go back now, though, and you kind of like look at what I'm watching, if you go look at my like Hulu Crunchyroll history, it's pretty diverse. Um, I've been on a bit of a Gundam bender lately, so I think I've watched 15 different Gundam series in the last uh, six months. Oh my god! Yeah, they're all short, dude. They're all Way OVAs. To get it done, man. Way, Way to getting get it, it done. done. Uh, Mob Psycho 100 was on there, courtesy of a uh, Tyler. Got me on that. I did a good old drunken rewatch of Gurren Lagann. If you haven't watched that yet, that is a 24-episode mind trip. It's insane. Uh, JoJo Season 4 and 5. And then uh, I just finished off Hunter Hunter. And let me tell you, that is a ride. If you haven't watched that all the way through yet, highly recommended. I'm you really hoping. already? Yeah, I finished it, dude. Bro. 
and it's not, I, there. I binge. I'm a binger. <laughs> but uh, you know, watching, I'm really hoping that uh, Togashi can uh, get over all his medical issues and get that finished up. I heard that it's going to switch from a weekly serialization to a monthly, hopefully. So fingers crossed. Let's hope he can stay healthy and uh, continue on that awesome story. Uh, otherwise, right now, my currents, I'm watching uh, Darling in the Franx, which is very, very interesting. Um, I never thought I would watch a mecha romance where um, women became the mechas and men's controlled them while they were in doggy style form. So this is very, very interesting one. Did you know that uh, Zero Two is one of the top waifus? I can see that. She's oh, bad, no. dude. Wow. She she's bad. I can see that. I mean, if she was calling me darling, watch this. Mm. I mean, what's up, dude? I, I literally I was watching like the first like episode, and I just remember texting Bass, "Holy shit, the Mechas have boobs!" And he's like, "What the <laughs> fuck are you watching?" I was like sitting on my couch. I looked so confused. And uh, I'm I'm also rewatching Cowboy Bebop. It's been a long time, so uh, I'm rewatching that. And then I'm gonna be starting Vinland Saga next, which. I've got an eleven hour plane, eleven hours and plane rides coming up this week, so I sure got a lot of time to catch up. Um, but yeah, you yeah. know, looking at that, uh, that's kind of what I'm watching now and what got me in. So, awesome. You you have to let me know how uh, Vinland Saga is. Uh, I've been thinking about watching it myself. You know, same here. I've heard it's like AOT level of good. So, I've heard it's really good too. Oh, wow. But- I've heard, yeah, I've heard it's AOT level of good and that season two doesn't drop off like AOT did as much. So, I'm big pumped, dude. Something about Vikings is just going to get me really excited. <laughs> Sweet. Love it. But yeah, so uh, next we're going to go into a little, uh, we're going to keep it light and head into our favorite crackpot anime theory. So I'm going to hand that off to Tyler to get us started on that. Well, my... Crackpot theory is going to be One Piece related. Um, I like I was telling the boys earlier. I really don't dive too deep into wild theories. Um, I'll save that for them. That's what Twitter's uh, for, man. Yeah, it's it's wild out there, bro. Reddit, you know, it's crazy. Um, but if I had to throw one out there, it would probably have to be that I personally believe Shanks is evil. And we'll try to kill Luffy, you know, emphasis on the try. We all know Luffy's not going to die, you know, like that, hopefully. Uh, I personally think he's going to try to kill Luffy, probably towards the end of One Piece, if I had to guess. Um, He's just sus. He's too good to be true, you know? That would be nuts. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's been been to talk to the big dogs up in Mary Jawa. we don't know what what he talked about. Uh, probably uh, inspiring. We know it was a certain pirate, uh, and my belief is that that was Buggy. Well, <laughs> the thing is, is uh, if if he's up there talking to him to him, you know, about one thing, how many times is he up there talking? Like they're comfortable with each other. You know what I mean? It's just it's just sus. It's sus. Yeah. Bro. Like why why are they so comfortable together? Like why well, is he even why is he even allowed, allowed there? there? Right. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of crazy theories stemming off that one like interaction where like some people think that Shanks is actually a celestial dragon, similar to uh Doflamingo that kind of just yeah. uh fell I, off the giant rock, I guess, if you want to put it that way, you know? I mean I've read theories that support that too, and it's just like I said, it's just us. He's he just he's just too good to be true. I like him, you know, as a character. I like him right now. 
but I really, really think he's going to bite Luffy in the ass one day um, and just try to try to take the straw hat back by force, you know, eventually. Um, probably wrong on this, but that, that's my crazy One Piece theory. That would um, at least be entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That'd that's, be a crazy twist. That'd be like Jiraiya coming back and trying to kill Naruto. It's like the same level of mentorship right there, you know? Which yeah, would be crazy. I don't and very... know. It's a sus, bro. Uh, that's, that's what I got. Uh, what, about, uh, what about you, Bass? What's your crazy uh, anime crackpot theory? Sure. Um, I had looked into this a, lo- a long time ago, actually. So we- we're going to go back to the beginning. And uh, mine is actually Pokemon-related. Mm. And it's uh, Ash's coma theory, right? So... If you go back to the very beginning of the the Pokemon anime, I think it's like episode one or two. Um, Ash is out trying to catch a Pidgey, and he ends up pissing off a bunch of uh, Sparrow in the process. They're trying to run. It's in the middle of a storm. They're trying to run away. Ash is on his bike. He's, he has Pikachu, and then he falls off the bike, right? And then Pikachu, you know, kind of summons some uh, lightning there, and but it mixes with the storm, gets rid of the Sparrow, but it also kind of wrecks ash ash wakes up in the hospital and right right then that's where it differs so it's saying ash is actually in a coma dream from episode you know one or two on and uh kind of how they back that up is like team rocket is really never that menacing even though they're like a large criminal organization uh like there's the same police officer i think um i forget her name but then you have the same nurse Jenny, Jenny that is right. Yeah, yeah, Jenny. Well, there's there's an episode. It's like it might be when in their when they're in Vermilion, I think, where there's like 15 Jennies running around. Yeah. And it's like, I "Oh remember. yeah, we're all from the same family. It's a very popular family name." And it's like, "Right. Like that what you really talking about? Sense. What you talking yeah, like about? You're all named Jenny." And then so that explains why there's one nurse and one police officer throughout the entire story. Um, because he doesn't know anybody, he's, you know, he's stayed in his hometown his whole life. Um, and then another reason, which is, I think is a good, good way to frame it is he doesn't get older. He's going to different regions. He's like, you know, what is he? 10 years old. He should be growing up and growing pretty fast, but he never does. And then, um, what if he why- just speed run that shit, you know? I mean, that'd be impressive. <laughs> you know, that'd be really, really, really impressive. Get it done I- in a year. I mean, going back to One Piece on that, you know, One Piece has been running for, what, 25 years? And uh, the Straw Hats have known each other for, what, two and a half of them? Two, yeah, two and a half years. And yeah. they've actually been together for, like, four months. <laughs> Which is crazy to think about, man. It's nuts. <laughs> but that's an exciting two and a half years. And then the fact that there's, like, children traveling alone throughout the, and you know, the in- entire story. Which is, I mean, what, what parent would let their 10-year-old go travel the world? Well, that- we're... We're talking about anime, though. We're talking about, like, kids, 12, 12, 13-year-old kids living in apartment rooms by themselves going to school. You know, That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) But why why does nobody know who he is if he's a top trainer in the world when he goes to a new region? Because he's not top, dude. He's, like, top eight, top top 16, top top eight. eight. Out of the whole world, people should know who the hell you are. I mean, dude, you've checked out the TVs and the Pokemon games. They just tell you about, like, the same thing 17 times. Hey, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) 
but yeah, man, that, that's that's my little uh, crackpot theory. I I think it's kind of plausible, actually. It's but, very plausible, actually. You know? Yeah, I, I, th- I think it is. But wouldn't that just be so lame at the end if he just woke up from a dream? It's like would, Super Mario Two. Oh my god! Where you wake I up? It was all a fucking dream, dude. Bro, you you know I'm sorry at, at Mario. I never got to an end of a Mario <laughs> game. I get like the World Two, and I'm getting stomped, and I quit. That's, that's a, how she that's, goes with me. That's the kind of stuff that they had uh, cooking up with The Walking Dead one time. Remember that? I don't know if y'all fans of The Walking Dead. You know, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched oh, it either. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm an anime know, guy, dude. I don't watch real TV. For all the you know The Walking Dead fans out there, he's basically saying what the you know crackpot theory of Walking Dead was. You know, Rick was gonna wake up from a dream, a coma, one time. And everything would be fine. And everything would be fine. No zombies, wow. you know, all that stuff. Well, that like what Bass is talking about, though, about how there's no adults anywhere. And the kids are just running around like menaces. There's another theory going on from back in the OG Pokemon Red, Blue and Yellow days is that there was a massive war. And all the dads died. All the men died in the war. And that's why, like, you only see one dude named Lieutenant Surge. And he's oh, a hard ass yeah. motherfucker. Oh yeah, I did. I remember seeing that actually. And that's another theory in Pokemon why the kids are just running around rampant because nobody would tell them otherwise, and the moms, frankly, are too busy banging Professor Oak to care. <laughs> hey man, good for Professor, that. Good Professor for him. Oak is the Riz God. We all knew that. Riz God Oak, dude, Samuel. <laughs> but uh, what about you, Dan? What you got for us? I uh, my theory is a little more crackpot. Um. So the crackpot theory that I'm talking about comes from One Piece, and it's that Crocodile is actually Luffy's mom. You're crazy. Actually. Yeah. Repeat that, bro? Crocodile is Luffy's mom. Okay. All right, you're going to get to talking. What's up with that? (laughs) (laughs) So you guys remember they're in the bottom of Impel Down, right? And it's Ivankov, Luffy, Ivankov's homie, whose name I can't remember at the top of my head. And they're down in the cell, and all you hear is like that menacing laugh in the background. And I, I don't know how to say it in Japanese, but you hear "long time no see, Mugiwara," and it flashes to Crocodile in the cell before you see "to be continued" in classic One Piece fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So during all of that, like Ivankov is talking, you know, she knows Crocodile. They go way back, and it kind of doesn't make a lot of sense, but. She's got this weird little nickname for this Croco boy on repeat whole time. Like, oh, what's up, Croco boy? <laughs> and uh, the idea of it comes from that she has her devil fruit lets her change this the gender or the biological sex of somebody. You see it all the time in in that whole um, arc. That is true. And the idea of it is that Crocodile was a woman potentially in the Revolutionary Army or somewhere new dragon. And they had an affair and outpod baby Luffy. But, you know, Sir Crocodile being the badass person that they are decided that to become a powerful pirate, she needed to be a man. And had Ivankov work her magic and lo and behold, he became a warlord. Interesting. And that is the crackpot theory as to why uh, Crocodile is potentially Luffy's mom. Or just a woman. You know, the Luffy's mom part makes it fun, but so, I, could, I could definitely kind of see it happening. It's it's Oda. I mean, oh. but like, like, uh, Crocodile 
almost killed Luffy. What was it? Three, four times? That's that's not good motherly instinct. Wasn't that Luffy's like first main fight against like a? Ah, I'd say second. Nah. Who was the first? Arlong Park. Yeah, I'd say Arlong first. Yeah, but he didn't have uh, uh, the abilities, you know, the special abilities, you know, like Crocodile did, right? He was just well, straight up uh, a yoked fish man who could yeah rip a boat in half. Yeah, but Luffy couldn't hit Crocodile, you know, at all. Yeah, I mean. I think you could say, like, it's, like, his first, like, uh, I guess, world stage battle. You know, on the grand line. Like, on yeah, the grand on, line. Yeah, on the grand line and to where it's like, oh, this is in the news. How did he, you know, beat Crocodile? He's a warlord. Who is this kid, right? Yeah, the yeah. first major one, I think, that he potentially had a chance of dying at, you know. Uh, he definitely could have died against Arlong. I mean, that was, a, that was an yeah. intense fight. But, no, I think, you know, Fishman, or sorry, not Fishman, Arlong Park kind of summed up the end of the Romance Dawn arc, you know, the first one where they were in the East Blue, so Also, I think, Arlong, Arlong Park was like the crew fighting against the Arlong Pirates the Crocodile is Luffy versus Crocodile. Yeah, but nobody was touching Arlong besides Luffy, and I mean yeah, the yeah, man had true. to destroy an entire essentially castle to take him down I don't know, I'd put that as the first big fight because I mean, we're not going 160 episodes with not saying there was a big fight. Pacing <laughs> no pacing but was better back then it, it was it's way better than it is right now for sure so if we're saying that crocodile is luffy's mom why don't have why don't luffy have a hook bro What's hook <laughs> i don't i don't think crocoboy was born with the hook i think that came into play after no i don't believe that <laughs> the hook didn't get magically bigger as he grew up dude I, I'm, I'm just saying bro i, I just debunked your whole theory Got gotcha. <laughs> I'll leave that one to you, man. I'll debunk your whole Shanks theory by saying Shanks is a good ass dude. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about all that. He's sus. Very sus. <laughs> he does oh. have top tier drip, though. He does. For sure, for sure. He does got the drip, dude. <laughs> Almost as much as Luffy. Luffy be out there. I mean, I guess he learned it from Shanks, probably. He probably learned how to dress from Shanks. Oh, we're talking Crocodile Strip, dude. Oh. oh and Shanks yeah. Strip. Those guys yeah. got it. Oh, yeah. Luffy. Oh, yeah. Luffy's got a pair of shorts and a ratty t-shirt, man. A ratty uh, button-up <laughs> with the sleeves ripped off. He's just trying to show off the abs, man. He put in a lot of work for them things. He's got the Look. X on his chest, bro. Not then. Not then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Awesome. Well, those are some crackpot theories. Uh, now we're going to get into Luffy and Sasha's favorite part of the episode where we talk about the meat and potatoes. We're kind of going to get into what, you know, your normal anime DJs podcast is going to be like. Um, obviously, we're going to bring in a bunch more fun things like the crackpot theories, but I don't think we have to introduce ourselves every time. I don't I think hope so. not. I, hope <laughs> not. Yeah, I don't have that much to say about myself. <laughs> Uh, so the first segment we're gonna gonna kind of gonna do weekly, which I'm really excited for because it's gonna really get a few of us to step out of our comfort zone and watch some new shows. Is uh, oh, you're, there's some new ones in there that you're gonna watch. Don't worry about that. <laughs> we're going when, when I when a new Gundam comes out, you're screwed, dude. You're gonna have to watch it. Oh, I thought y'all was gonna make me watch hentai or something, bro. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Maybe a little harem in there, but no hentai. Oh, I, I watched that already. We're good. <laughs> All right, then, man. <laughs> 
So we're going to uh, basically we're going to watch a winter 2023 spring 2023, a newer show that's coming out. And we're going to watch three or four episodes of it, kind of get our first impression on it and give you guys a little review. Uh, So this week we decided to start with what I had really high hopes for, but we'll get into a little further and we're going to start with Trigun Stampede. So if you guys don't know, Trigun Stampede is basically a reimagining of the classic 1998 show Trigun. It was released around the same time as Cowboy Bebop and absolutely blew up in the U.S. Huge following. So uh, I guess we'll head over to Moondog. Like, you want to talk about the uh, first impression you had of Trigun Stampede? Yeah, yeah, I can. I can. We can try anyways. Um, if my first look at it, um, it's not good. Like it, it's, it's <laughs> straight really, to the point. It's not good, boys. Um, it's it's actually a really popular show, and a lot of people are behind it as well. They they seem to like it. Um, me, I I don't. Um, I'm did you like a, any of the characters? Uh, I'm gonna give it a four out of ten for <laughs> me right now. Like it's low, low. Um, the reason. The biggest complaint for me is the animation uh is cgi and which is fine you know cgi is cgi is fine but for me in trigun it doesn't seem very smooth at all it seems clunky and jittery um especially up close character talking scenes and just up close scenes it's rough for me to watch um yeah i can definitely agree with you at the uh as somebody who has watched the original Trigun, this is just doing doing it no favors. Uh, the CGI really doesn't do it for me. And frankly, if that's the route that anime is going, I'm uh, I'm gonna stick to watching the classics. It um, really just I feel like it took away from the story a bit. You know, the other one was a lot darker, a lot grittier, and the CGI just seemed really bubbly. It, the character design, the character designs changed too. Like. Vash is that guy, like that spiky hair he had originally. Mm-hmm. Money. And yeah, uh I, I think CGI, you can do a completely CGI anime. Um, but Trigun Stampede, it seemed like it wasn't done properly, right? Uh Tyler was saying, you know, it seemed jittery. There was a lot of like frame drops in it. It just seemed like they rushed the animation a little bit, you know, because they use CG in uh, you know, Demon Slayer, Chainsaw Man. Uh, this most recent yeah. uh, One Piece really episode, good, you know, you know, and you can make it look really good, but you have to take the time to do so. And, and like, I- far away scenes, like it looked, it looked fine, you know, it looked good. But when you start getting up close, you know, and especially watching their facial movements and stuff like that, it it, it was bad. I don't, really I don't was. know how anybody can watch that and not see that. Yeah, you know? and and like what you don't want is like your your animation to take away from your story. Right. So I was sitting there thinking the whole time, I was like, am I going to get used to this, this animation that's going on right now? But I, I just couldn't, I couldn't. So I agree with you, Moondog. I gave it about a four out of 10, um, maybe I a even, five. It was, I, it was pretty, it was pretty mid. It's pretty. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch enough of it to give it a rating. Um, <laughs> I was dead ass about just to go put on the original Trigon. They changed the story in a lot of ways too. Um, I mean, first off, Vash is and will always be a $60 billion man. None of this 6 million bullshit. And they kind of changed the way the story was told. Like, you don't get into Vash's backstory as much like they did, 
until pretty, I don't want to say pretty far, but like, you know, there's a decent buffer of content before you dive into the story of Vash and Knives and all that. So I feel like, I don't know, they just, the changes weren't right. They, you know, if you've never seen Trigun and you can get past the CGI, maybe, maybe it'll work for you, but I just couldn't do it. Well, right. I've never seen Trigun before and, uh, which I know, Dan has. I don't think uh, Bass has either. I, I haven't either. And yeah, and I still couldn't get into it. I no. was, but I was so lost and confused uh, through. I think it was three episodes I watched. I had no idea of uh, what was going on. Kinda. I th- I thought I needed more information, like for the plants and stuff. Uh, so I was just lost. I I didn't I didn't even know what planet they was on. Like if it's different than the one that they escaped in the ship from, I assume they went to a different planet. I don't know. We don't know. That's that's my whole point. Exactly. I would like to know. You know. Um, another thing that I really didn't like was the music was so overbearing in certain scenes. Like it didn't need it at all. Like it was just so loud. Um, I don't know about y'all, but that's one thing that I do not like. I don't like loud music in scenes, you know, especially when it's not needed. Yeah. Right. It, if, if it's distracting, distracting you from what's actually going on, because music can add a lot yeah, to something, can. you know, it can give you clues about what's about to happen, but it shouldn't be overbearing. Like you're talking, talking about. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Did, I agree with that. Did y'all think it was overbearing at all? Yeah, I definitely did. Um, and like Bass was saying, you know, music has a great place in shows to convey image. Or not, I guess not imagery, but you know what I'm saying? Convey imagery, um, set a tone, set a mood, whatever. And but not when it's so loud, you have to turn the volume down every 30 seconds to. Yes, sir. Actually have your brain work. But. Yeah, no, I think uh, all of us are going to agree that try gun stampede is not getting the anime gens pass so that is one that we are not going to recommend uh if you have something that's going to change your mind let us know we'd be happy to listen to your opinion and get an idea on it but unfortunately for us at the time we're sticking to the 60 billion dollar man not this new six million dollar man yes sir i agree all righty y'all ready for the weekly rundown boys a hundred percent oh yeah super excited um there is going to be spoilers for uh, One Piece episode 1050 and also My Hero Academia 131. So if y'all haven't seen it yet and don't want to be spoiled, now's your chance to move ahead to the uh, Jujutsu Kaisen movie. Um, the Dan? You want to start off? Yeah, I can get it started off. So, no, no worries, man. Uh, to start, you know, we're going to talk about One Piece 1050. Uh, the name of the episode was Two Dragons Face Off, Momonosuke's Determination. Um, I'm just going to get this out of the way now because I know we're all going to say it. CGI Kaido took over this whole episode for me. Oh, the yeah. dragon fight, which was cool and was awesome, was just like... The animation just, you know, was like a little rough to watch. And I mean, it's the same thing going back to Trigun. You know, there's a time for CGI. And I understand how difficult it is for a weekly show to animate two 100 foot long dragons fighting. 
But uh, I feel like it just took a little bit away. And after watching the last few episodes of One Piece, you know, they can't all be bangers, I guess. I guess that's the highlight of what I'm saying here. Right. Um, right. I didn't I didn't mind the animation. Uh, I didn't think it was too horrible myself. I know a lot of people was ragging on it, you know, on Twitter and stuff like that, but Bro. I, I didn't Kaido Kaido looks straight out of One Piece Odyssey, like <laughs> he looks straight out of a video game. Bro, we 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 can't have bangers every time, you know what I mean? Fair enough. Yeah, they gotta save true. that. That's true. They gotta save that money for the upcoming episodes and you know yeah, all the uh I would rather them, you know, put all that shit into making Luffy and Kaido's fight, you know, look so much better. I'll, uh, I'll deal with this, 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. And, um, man, I, I like the, this little move forward for uh, Momo's mental state. I've, I've been very open talking to you guys in the past <laughs> about how much I hate Crybaby on a Musuke. And uh, he, he did cry a lot. He, he still cried a lot. It was, uh, but it was really, really annoying at the beginning of it. And uh, I think there's a lot of people out there that kind of agree with me on that. But it was good to see him step up a little bit here, you know. And by the end yeah. of it, you know, just conquering a little bit of his fear, man. He needs to get that out of his system. You know, I understand he's a he's he's a kid in mind still, but I'm just I'm not have to watch Tears anymore. Yeah, at least. I, uh, at least it wasn't as bad as last episode, though. Like last episode, ten forty nine, Momo was crying the whole time, bro. Oh my god! I was the like, bro, you're time. a dragon. Like you're a big ass dragon. Like, well, get it he's, together, he's bro. You're he's dangerous. You're dangerous, brother. <laughs> not, no, not anymore. Technically, ah, he's still an eight year old mentally, so he's yeah, got yeah. that going for him in the argument. But uh, yeah. no, I, I I really enjoyed the Momo's development, though, especially in this episode you know i felt like i was watching him sort of pokemon for a bit where luffy's yelling bite (laughs) (laughs) he traded in the straw straw hat for an ash ketchum hat there commanded momo like he was a freaking growlith but uh sure luffy over here you know telling momo to you know breathe fire back at him and momo's (laughs) over here like humans can't breathe fire and i'm like bro you're not a human what are you talking about bro Bro, that that had me (laughs) So man, I was like, you turned into a dragon. And you told me, what are you talking about? Hey man, (laughs) Charmeleon's got to get to like level 33 or whatever to learn flamethrower. Okay. Give (laughs) Momo a little break here. (laughs) Like, come on, Momo. Come on. But uh, yeah, I I think the thing that stuck out to me the most was the pacing of this episode specifically. Like I've read one piece and I'm pretty sure they didn't even cover it a chapter of the manga in this episode like what 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 did they cover in this episode besides momo biting kato and you see you see the morale get boosted in the uh in the straw hats you they each take a turn of saying luffy is bad luffy is in good shape you know he's fighting kato that's the only thing i took out of this episode was the morale got boosted and Momo finally said he wasn't scared of Kato anymore. That's it. Like, yeah, literally. that's true. a lot of a lot of flashbacks. I yes, mean, how I, many? I, I think uh, Toei sits around and they're like, uh, you know, how can we turn a three minute show into a twenty minute show? Yeah, reaction shots. Y- yes, reaction shots, and they, that's all they do right now, man. It's, Let, it's let's, nuts. 
let's be honest, like how many actual punches did Luffy hit Kaido with this time? Two? Was mm-hmm. it two? Three. Three? Three. Uh, he Three hit him punches. with the initial one. Well, that was from last yeah, episode, though. Oh, then we got that, two then. That, yeah, that was true. last episode. <laughs> I, I know he came in with that gear, uh, gear three elephant gun and freaking yeah. smashed him into the ground. But I can't. I, oh, I guess, yeah, I can't think of another one, man. I think it was really just that was like the big punch. When you yeah, say Momo from the, you know, the uh, fire the blast breath, I think it's called. Yeah, that was the second one. And then, you know, yeah, I mean, that was it. Two, literally two punches and one bite. That's all the action that we got in this episode. <laughs> Which is nuts, man. Um, but I <laughs> thought it was a pretty, uh, I know Luffy's been trying to get Momo's mental together ever since they met. But just to have him, like, do something in the fight was pretty a pretty heady play by, by Luffy, you know? He's dumb, but he, you know, he's not that dumb. He's like, yo, you need to, I need to get this guy over his fear. And I think this is a, this is a perfect opportunity. They're the same size. If Kaido tries anything on him, when he pulls his move, I'll step in. And that's what he did. Yeah. Yeah, And you did notice that when Momo bought or bit Kaido, there was some blood. So, I mean, that is something that not a lot of people have done. I think there's what two people have cut him in the entire show. So it Momo did. Momo made it onto a pretty exclusive list right there when he yeah uh, it, it acted like it hurt him you know so yeah it stunned him a little bit I don't think yeah. he was expecting the bite no <laughs> not for Momo uh I I really enjoyed you know at the end when Luffy asked you know Luffy was like you just bit an emperor of the sea is there anything else that you could possibly be afraid of I loved that like it was look at look at that perspective you know. Is there really anything else that he can be afraid of, bro? You no. literally bit the strongest creature in the world. Yeah, like mm-hmm. there's it's not much. Blood. That's there's not much you can do to top that, man. Like, why are you scared, bro? <laughs> right. That's but. why I was so relieved by the end of the episode because, like, you saw Momo's face. He was like, "You know what? You're you're right. You're I'm right. him. I, yeah. I'm him. I can yeah. him, baby." Let's go. <laughs> uh, I also want to point out that Yamato literally did nothing in this episode. She nothing. She, yeah, she said Luffy. Well, she she's might have said Luffy. I, <laughs> I do I do realize that she said she hollered for uh, Momo to get out of the way to blast breath one time. She didn't act and try to prevent Momo from dying. Luffy did. So I'll give her that. I guess she at least tried to warn Momo. Yeah, I guess she- she's. Even though she's Kozuki, Kozuki Odin, you know, and that's her that's son. A good point. You know, she just I, goes sit there and watch Kaido demolish Momo. That's I think crazy. you do got to take into account, though, that she just went toe-to-toe with, with Kaido for so for a Luffy. good bit of time there. Well, I'm yeah, talking the fight. Job. She she held. She held him. Yeah, at, yeah, she yeah. held it down for a while there. And I mean, she is beat up right now. You know, yeah, or, if she wouldn't have done that, I mean, this this whole thing would have oh, no, the whole raid would have collapsed. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kaido sure. going downstairs, it's a wrap. They didn't but want none of that. Yeah, I I feel like I feel like Yamato, you know, did their job right there, and they 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 deserve a little R and R. But I think the one thing it's it's kind of weird because there was one thing I actually really enjoyed about this episode was the flashback that involving Tama. Where yeah, she was her, leaving, her leaving the yeah. yeah to go to Onigashima, and mm-hmm. she kind of told 
she told the old man off, and I was like, "This this girl's a badass." Right? Isn't that old man? Is he the? Correct me if I'm wrong. He's the sword maker, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So he's the sword maker. I can't remember. Is it the uh, Kitetsu blades? Is him? Yeah, I think yeah, he's the maker right, of Kitetsu and stuff. Yeah. So I mean, he, 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 you know, he. I think he has a long history in Wano, and he knows what has happened in the past. And he's just terrified for. Her. But oh, I. Yeah. She had to pull up, and it, I mean, considering her power, it's been pivotable. Well, I was going to say she she's the one who turned the whole thing around. Like it's it's not Yamato, it's not Luffy, it's not the Straw Hats. It is Tama coming in hot. Oh yeah, she's with MVP, bro. Hundred percent all yeah. day. Um, going back to the rooftop, you know, we know that Momo and uh, Yamato is up there with Luffy right now. Do y'all think that they will stay and fight with Luffy, or do you think that they will? back off and let Luffy go one-on-one in the future. Um, I, I could see them. Well, first things first, more or less, Luffy always gets saved in some way in his fights. So I think yeah. they're probably going to step in at some point, you know, because I doubt that Kaido's really going all out right now. Right. So maybe when he turns it up a notch, they can come guard him while he's down or something like that. Cause I think that happens in, Almost every major fight with Luffy. So I think so. You don't think they'll get in his way, you know, especially Momo? Momo well, always I, gets in the way, bro. Well, I was actually going to say, I think that, you know, with the the samurai down below, I think Momo needs to go try and find, like, Kinemon and everybody else to make sure they're, that, they're, that they're okay. You know, I mean, that's his ride or dies right there. And I think that is going to take precedent for him. Personally, I think Luffy would agree with that. So that makes sense. If that's my guess, I think I think everybody else is going downstairs, and we're going to have the fight of our lives coming up. A one v. I love a good one v one. Need a good one v one. You know, uh, is Kinemon even like up, or is he still down somewhere? I think he's still down, right? No, I'm pretty sure he's dead. But (laughs) Uh, is he dead? Nah, not dead. I mean, it's one piece doesn't kill people. One one piece doesn't kill people off like that usually. Yeah, that's true. They do though sometimes. Ah, (laughs) I guess Ace is really the only one I can think of. Oh, Donut Boy. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. No, not Katagiri. Come on, other Donut Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, uh, um, Whitebeard, Ace, who else has died? I think uh, that's it. Bob, plenty of other people, but just not prominent characters, you know? People we care about. Yeah, I don't think... I can't think of anybody else. Ace Ace was the biggest one for me, if I'm being honest. Nah, Whitebeard's the biggest one, bro. Come on. I don't know. I, Ace, Dad. <laughs> Ace, bro. That hurt me again. Everything hurts me, though, I guess. <laughs> uh, you're, you're talking to the guy who texted you boys that he was about to have an emotional breakdown because the sword art online earlier this week. So I totally get it. I totally true. get it. That is true. I, I identify with that. I <laughs> but um, awesome. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have anything else to uh, talk about for this specific episode of One Piece? Or do you guys want to move on to My Hero? Uh, I got I got one more thing. What do y'all think about the? It's not ep- related to episode ten fifty, but you know, as far as One Piece, it's related. Uh, the live action, bro. What do y'all think about that? Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Coming, before coming this year, bro. 
Netflix. Yeah, I saw that the rumored release date is August 31st. Oh, you got the release release date. Okay. Rumored, rumored, rumored. Okay. Rumored. Allegedly. Dan's got his finger on the pulse. But myself, live action anything, I'm very, very timid with. I'm usually not the first one in my friend group or of the people I know that watch live action. Um, That kind of goes back to the uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. (laughs) <laughs> live action man and i uh, seen that in in the movie theaters with my family because we used to watch it as a family it's that good of a you know a, of a cartoon show it's not technically anime but them calling them ong and then all the the uh just lackluster cgi and that i, I it kind of turned me off to live action anything yeah i can one up you on the live action crapshoot and that's dragon ball evolution if you've never seen that movie don't um, don't waste your time all right Good. Don't waste your time. Goku's I had like a, my lesson by that time. You know what I'm saying? Goku's like a high schooler in California. It's it's a mess. It's what? an absolute okay, I'm mess. Not touching that. Yep. <laughs> it's an absolute mess. I'll probably I'll probably check it out. Honestly, um, they said the rumor is Oda's got a very heavy hand in this uh, process. So I, I guess I'll at least check it out. I checked out the Cowboy uh, Bebop live action, and it was it was okay at first, and it kind of just tanked for me honestly so i'll check it out uh i'm a big one piece fan i got to yeah i think i think the one thing that i have high hopes for the one piece anime about is the fact that unlike a lot of japanese um live action anime that they do um they're sticking to the actual story of who the characters are like when they cast Luffy, they found a Brazilian kid or a South American kid. When they cast Zoro, they found a Japanese guy. When they cast Sanji, they found a French guy and so on. So like, unlike when you're watching full metal alchemist, the live action one where they have a bunch of Japanese guys running around in potentially Germany, you know, it just didn't fit the bill. You know, it's a bunch of blonde right. people and it, you know, they didn't do a good job casting it, but I will say one piece is doing a good job with that. My one Big concern is the fact that Luffy doesn't wear sandals. Uh, I see, and that. I need that addressed because don't. What's he wearing? Well, he's got it was he's, a dress. He's got like they, shoes on, and they said yeah. it was because of a lot of the people did their own stunts. Yeah, safety reasons. Not, it was not a Luffy safety reasons, bro. Oh my god, they were some like they looked like hay, like hey dudes, man. Yeah, but that's that's negatives already. <laughs> we ain't even started, and Luffy ain't got his sandals. That's iconic, bro. That's like not giving him a straw hat, you know. Right, right. Yeah, so, so I'm I'm gonna let y'all watch that and y'all let me know how it goes <laughs> and I'll go from there. You know what I'm saying? I'll at least watch one episode. I'm like just skip until when they got Luffy at Arlong Park and you got Luffy versus Arlong. That'll be a highlight. Maybe I wanna I wanna see a gum gum battle axe coming down, dude. <laughs> that would be pretty tight. That would be pretty tight. Um do we want to? Uh, anybody got anything else on One Piece? No, no? I think I'm Sit good, man. Me. Time to jump over to My Hero Academia episode 131, Izuku Midoriya and Tomura Shigaraki. So, on this episode, I actually loved this episode. This was an awesome episode. Um, so, if you guys haven't seen it, or well, I'm hoping you have seen it if you're listening to it, but Midoriya is still in a coma. And All Might is sitting next to him on the bed, and All Might knows that Midoriya is actually talking to the past vestiges of 
all for one or one for all jesus christ and um you know they're kind of talking to midoriya about what's going to come up and one scene that really hit me was actually nana shimura confronting him about if he can defeat tomura and like that's her blood like that's her great-grandson right there well well not our grandson defeat him kill kill him kill him kill better word no that's what that's what she said right yeah yeah She's like, can and, you do that? Are, are you are you ready to do something like that? And um, it was it was a great question. It was a great question. I think she said that he's past the point of saving or something like that, and that that Deku should be ready to kill him, and then asked if he could do it. So, but man, it just really brought it home for me. Like she's a character I feel for. All she gave up to protect her family, and it was all for nothing. Like, yeah, that's a tough that's, situation. That's huh? brutal, man. But, you know, when at the end, when she's like, you passed the test, I was like, oh, hell yeah. She's not that bad of a person. And yeah, I didn't even see it being a test at the time. But I mean, that was a great way to frame it. They had her ask the question herself. Um, And like I said, Deku gave a really great answer. He was like, you know, this this is not a power uh, that should be used to kill, to save people. And, you know, he's saying that he learned that from All Might and that he he saw saw the pain. And um, the little kid. yeah, he he saw he saw a little kid, but he stepped up and said, "Hey, I I want to save everybody. I'm not I'm not here to kill anybody." And they respected him for that, and they were like, "Yeah, that's why we follow you." So that was a big moment. But and it was also cool to have all the vest- vestiges sitting in like in a round table, actually talking about and interacting with each other. I thought that was really fun. Yeah, except those two schmucks standing against the wall. <laughs> They're just in timeout right now. You know, they've been running amok. <laughs> I think uh, I think Deku even goes on to say that. You know, he wants to try to save him first, and if he couldn't save him, that he he would have to kill him. Did he not say that? I, think. I believe he did. Something along the lines of that. Yeah, I think his first, you know, method was trying to save, you know, the little kid that's, you know, I guess been hurt, you know, that he's seen inside of him. And he said if it comes down to it, basically that he would you know, do what needs to be done, which is, I guess, like y'all said, I thought Deku's answer was really good. I, I loved that. I loved hearing him say that. So, yes. And then also, um, the message is saying, Hey, you're going to have to stop this before he becomes his full power. Cause they were thinking, you know, they, there's nobody that can beat him at that point. And I did. I liked how they went into, you know, their experiences with one for all. And just getting all that backstory and it tying all together and then um, it making sense about, you know, why All Might was quirkless and how Deku happened to be quirkless and, and kind of how that plays into the story. I, I Everything got, well, a lot of things got flushed out here, flushed out here. Oh, definitely. Especially the part when they're talking about how since, you know, all the previous wielders quirks are actually awakening in Deku, like if he tries to pass this on, that dude just going to impl- explode. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, nah, nah, nah. You're you're the end of the line here, Chief. Like you got to make this happen, or else we're the, it's game over. Right. But I I definitely feel like this specific episode is like the culmination of you know Deku's character development. It's where it comes full circle. I mean, obviously he's going to grow more as he gains more powers from the other users, things like that. But I feel like his resolve really came to like the pinnacle right here. Yes, and. and, uh, and that- Go ahead. And they was also talking about, uh, you know, how 
the one guy lived a long life at 40 years old, you know? And uh, I think Deku kind of got worried about that, honestly. I, I mean, can't wait. Wouldn't you be? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, everybody else, you know, I think died of uh, in combat, but there was a couple, you know, of course, All Might. He's not dead yet. I don't know if he's going to die. I don't read the manga, but you know, forty years—that's not a long life, bro. Well, yeah, that's that's where the whole theory that you know, if he tries to pass it on to somebody else, because quirkless people are just becoming rarer and rarer in the superhuman society. So there's not going to be another one, most likely. Um, as you know, as people, even say a quirkless person, you know, gets married and has a kid with somebody with a quirk, there's a ninety-nine point nine percent chance that person gets a quirk. The baby does. Exactly. So that's what they're saying there is he's the proof that like you can't pass this on to somebody with a quirk and have them live for. I mean, that's why his face cracked. He exactly. just couldn't contain all the power. And when you you can't put two quirks in a body is the whole thing. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting with that. But no, I think this is this is that was an awesome episode, you know, for Deku. But it also brought on probably one of the hardest decisions I've seen somebody in a show like this have to make. I mean to protect all his friends, family, his mentor, all might, everyone, he has to leave his school, which I didn't see happening. I thought this was going to be a best, this was going to be best friends forever till the end, you know, and it might go there again, but I think it was a really awesome way to end the episode. I mean, you just see Uraraka sitting there with the, the simple but frustrated Baka Yorel, like fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I loved it. And, and I'm, I'm excited. Um, for Deku to do do a little bit of growing up here, and I think that was like the first step, because um, in in big fight he he always ends up being a little useless and kind of like crying a little bit, kind of same thing with Momo. Momo cries more, obviously, but uh, so I'm I'm excited for that part of his growth because so far he's one of my least favorite main characters of any anime I've watched. I like but, the show, I think it's cool, but it's he 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 kind of gets under my skin sometimes. At least, uh, at least Deku actually tries to fight. Like, unlike Momo, you know, Deku is held back by his body. You know, to be honest, that's true. I mean, that's so, true. You know, I, I, res- I respect him. Held- I just don't like him right now. Yeah, Momo's over here just crying because He's eight. I don't even. I don't even know why. He's yeah. mentally an eight-year-old dude. I'd be crying mm-hmm. in that situation too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what I've been through, man. You're fucking eight years old. That's well, terrifying. <laughs> I think Suzuku's like what, fourteen? Well, when when Deku was eight, like he was over here, like banging his head, banging his know? head against the wall, crying because yeah. he had no quirk. Well, right. he wanted to be like all might, you know. So yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. But I, what do y'all think about like um, Endeavor? You know, having to tell you know best genus and hawks about the one for all, and then you know them having to get on the stand basically with all the reporters and just take a beating like they got the shit beat out of them. You know, yeah, I mean that's true, and I think uh, right after that scene, um, I can't uh, I can't remember who said it, but it was like you know heroes are the people that choose to take the harder path, but who's going to be there for the heroes, you know? And I think they're all on that harder path where they, you know, they have to question, you know, what they're doing this for and if they're going to continue, but yeah, endeavor uh, being on the stand, taking all that heat from the press and really just the general public. I think he handled it perfectly. He said what he had to say. He told the truth. 
Um, Hawks, you know, came in and backed them up and kind of, they just told the truth about everything, you know. Some things yeah. that were said were were really important to say, and they said it the right way. And all they could do was, you know, put the heat on themselves, especially Endeavor. And I thought that was really cool seeing them take that much responsibility for what was going on. And they definitely had to backtrack a little bit from what they've said before, which kind of hurt them too, honestly. But, um, well, it's it's one of those things where it's you know like there hasn't been a villain like this, yeah, in 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 probably what twenty thirty years before yeah. all you know all for one was the big baddie, and you know he was in the under you know the overlord of the underground crime scene, all this other stuff, and you know crime was running rampant before the hero society. I mean, that was like dark days and people haven't seen that a long time. So I think it's interesting that everyone's scared of that. You know, that's, that's what like, Holy shit. We're going, we're going back 30 years right now. And it's going to be terrible. And you're already seeing it too. But oh, yeah, I, we I got all the, uh, you know, the normal civilians, you know, just getting the, uh, equipment and taking on, you know, crime themselves, which is super dangerous. You know, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that's a good thing, man. You saw no. the destruction that happened to that storefront in the last episode because yeah. people decided to try and fight back on their own. I mean, it's it's a scary time in the in the My Hero Academia world, that's for sure. But yeah, going back to what you said, T-Moon, about you know All Might having to sit down with Best Genist and Hawks, man. I just love how Deku's like, fuck it. Everybody can know about all for, One for All yeah. now. Like, fuck it. You know, let's just do it. Yeah. I'm the last guy. No, it doesn't matter after that. We're not protecting secrets. Get See the ya. printer ready, boys. Yeah, I mean, I don't Get think he could have held it anymore. You know, it would have gotten out in some way, shape, or form. And you, you see All Might saying that, too. He's like, hey, I got to just lay it out now. Yeah. You know, everybody's starting to know a little bit too much. If I don't tell the truth, we're not going to understand how to approach the situation and be effective. You know, so Deku lays it out. All Might lays it out. And it's like, all right, we got to do what we got to do now. It's getting real. But I did like how Deku was the one to tell his friends, not just to leave and see ya. Yeah, it's true. And they were all handwritten letters, which I love that. Oh, 100%, man. I kind of hate that he didn't personally uh, talk to a few, kind of like Bakugo, you know? Um, like They, weren't, they know. wouldn't let him leave. I was going to say, yeah, that was a situation where if he didn't do that, he wouldn't have been able to leave. You know, like they would have stopped him. Yep. And I don't think Deku had the heart to do that in person. I mean, those like are fight his friends. Yeah, that's not something yeah. he. No, he's not even fight his friends. Just those are his classmates. You know, those are his ride or dies. And I don't see him being able to do that. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, that's his character as a whole. You know, he wants to be there for everyone and save everyone. So, yeah, I think I think Bakugo would have probably tried to fight him. You know, his name ain't. Great explosion, murder, God, dynamite for a reason. So. <laughs> I, I think that's so interesting. Though, is I think Bakugo would have been the one to understand the situation because he's known for a while and he knows the danger and he understands like that's what happened. I mean, well, he would have wanted think, to go with him. I think. Yeah, I don't. Bro, think I could see let that him go by himself. I yeah, could I see that. Let him go by himself at least. Um, but. To end the episode, it was uh, it was really cool seeing Deku in like that uh, Deku in like that torn down city, kind of you know putting his mask on and, and getting ready to go back in for you know, vigilante. Yes, sir. He's out there in his the... tattered clothes, so you know my man been out there fighting for a little bit. Um, so I'm really says, excited for that. You know, the only thing he really says is, I think it's a huge villain. I think they said 
you know, in the absence of a huge villain. So, I mean, what do y'all think that means? I mean, um, if he he's going after a huge villain, it's probably be Gigantomachia, right? I mean, that's that's the biggest villain there is. So y'all think he's y'all think he means that he's actually going after a huge villain? I think they're going to use that as a plot device to kind of show his growth. It might not be uh, Giganta, whatever his name is, excuse me. Gigantomachia. Yeah, Gigantomachia. But I think it's going to be somebody that was like broken out of one of the prisons that like a lot of people know about. And I think he's just going to 1v him. I think they're going to use that as a, as a, as a uh, plot device. Well, what if, what if instead of it being like meaning that it's a huge villain that he's fixing the fight, what if he's actually meaning like he has to become a villain or in order to save everyone to become a hero, he has to actually become one kind of, what do you think The Aaron Yeager route? I mean, not, not that extreme, I don't think, (laughs) but what if he thinks that he has to become somewhat of a villain in order to become a hero to save everyone from the current uh, crisis that we know is one for all and uh, what's his name Shigaraki I'm I'm trying to think of the right way to word it but I don't think he'll become a villain I mean vigilante is the right word it's kind of like Batman you know Batman was technically a villain you know but he was fighting for good and he was doing that kind of stuff but in the eyes of the police he was not a good guy because right. he was doing things on his own and taking things into his so I guess like that, but I don't I don't see him becoming a villain at all. I mean what I what I kind of see happening in the next arc of my hero is he's gonna learn to develop and use other skills of the wielders, which we don't know about yet. So there could be some really cool, really cool abilities in there. I know we got f- flashes of danger sense, but who knows See, what uh, else he's going to get? Only only thing that makes me think of something like that is, like, if y'all notice, like, it was a very ominous, you know, music back, you know, in the background. Um, plus, you know, the mask that he put on, that's not his normal mask, is it? Well, that's the OG mask. That's been yeah, there forever. It it's been a that's hood. That's his normal mask. Yeah, he just never put it on. Okay. That I can it, remember. I thought it looked kind of like a wolf first... or something. No, it's a rabbit. It looks oh, like a rabbit, mm-hmm. but it's actually those two ears are very similar to All Might's hair. Okay, that is right. Yep. And this is this is the costume that he drew up as a kid that his mom found and made him one. Huh. I-, I love that, by the way. And then, uh, no, he that de- he definitely had the hood on at one point, but it got blown off, and he just never put it back on. Because <laughs> I just... think with the the fight where he fights Bakugo in the first like three v three hero versus villain training class they did he had it on for a bit i'm pretty sure oh no i just think that the the end of that episode was kind of giving off ominous vibes to be honest well i I can see it being ominous for other reasons though i mean if you think about it like he's leaving his school every six prisons were just opened up and all the villains made it out like there's it's shit's about to go down oh yeah these these are bringing the hammer down on people i think that's why the music was a little ominous and and one thing you know, I just thought about was, you know, whenever he gets beaten up or hurt really bad, he can just go see Recovery Girl and go to like the best hospital oh, he in, in no Japan. More. So he can't do that. So, I mean, he must really 
have a good handle on his his body, his quirks, because he he's got to patch himself up at this point. Well, I mean, they said that they needed to start working together now, you know, and the coma while he's in the coma. That's true. true. That's why I'm thinking there's going to be some other pretty badass powers coming out of it. And maybe maybe one of them helps him control, you know, one for all better. So it could be a thing. I don't know. This is one that I haven't read forward, but uh, depending how the end of the season goes, I might have to uh, add it to the list. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm I'm really really excited for these upcoming episodes. I, I want to see what's going on with them. We never I'm, we've never never seen uh, Midoriya, you know, have that that dark look, right? You know, he's always been. I want to say people really bubbly and light. You know, him putting on that hood and seeing his eyes just look so menacing. I, I, I'm I'm ready for that kind of energy right now. Oh, hundred percent, man. Look, you know, I like and, it. I'm digging it. I think, you know, looking at like past seasons too, because I did that today because I was curious, they usually run about like 25, 27 episodes. So I still think we probably have about seven to 10 episodes left oh, yeah. in this season. So they're going to flesh it out a bit more. I'm curious to see how it ends. Well, anybody uh, have anything else for the My Hero? No, I think we uh, wrapped that up pretty well. Bass, you yeah. want to get us into our Before- past anime movie review? Yeah, before we get into the the, the past anime, anime uh, movie review, I do want to tell the listeners, um, feel free to comment and uh, about what we're talking about with the weekly rundown. Make sure you you chime in. Let us know what you think about some of our conversations, maybe some of our points. Uh, I think that's that'll be good for you guys. We're, and mm-hmm. we're excited to hear it. Yeah, Discord, yeah. Twitter, you know. Hit us need- up. Hit yeah. the DJs up. Send us some snail mail to uh, P.O. Box one two three four five six seven, and maybe we'll get it. <laughs> that, that's fake. Don't do not send. <laughs> no, do not do that. <laughs> send an email instead. Forty two P. Sherman, forty two Wallaby Way, Sydney. Yeah, yeah, not that one either, guys. <laughs> Dude, maybe Nemo and Dory want to read about our, you know, what we're talking about. Okay, like I don't know. Maybe they're huge fans. We just don't know it. Can they even read, bro? That's the real question. I think mm. they can read. I can't. So, how else can't would even. they? How else would they know about P P Sherman Forty Two All Day Way, Sydney? Huh? There's huh? a turtle exactly. Them, probably. I don't know. Turtles can read, but fish can't. Man, that, that sounds, <laughs> you're discriminating here, and I don't like it. <laughs> Yo, chill. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, guys, let's let's get into our uh, our past anime movie review here. So, guys, we're going to be reviewing uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, and I believe that came out in the United States in 2021, maybe 2022, guys. Um, but, yeah, just to remind you guys about um, kind of like the plot a little bit, uh, the story centered around uh, Yuta um, Okotsuku and uh, Rita, a, uh, a curse. And uh, they, he kind of gets taken into the, into the um, academy that Dojo Gojo, excuse me, is a uh, his a uh, his, his blue eyed master, and uh, we kind of get a run through of a um, a big attack from Sugaru. So, guys, what do you what do you think about the movie? Well, first off, we're gonna call it Gojo's Dojo from now on. That's that's <laughs> that's, that's a thing. Boom, boom. <laughs> um, but diving into it, I thought so. It's kind of crazy because it's a prequel, and JJK did that kind of weird thing where they go and then they go back in time, and then they're gonna reference that in the next season which I think is cool. But um, as a prequel, I thought it was an awesome, awesome movie. Um, 
it gave some more depth to the characters outside of the main team of three that you see in Jujutsu Kaisen, you know, Yuji, Fushigiro, and Kugasaki. So I loved that. Um, they did rehash a little bit of information. Like, if you've watched season one, you know that Maki doesn't have cursed energy, all that, but I thought it paralleled the story of Itadori super well. I mean, you've got these two average high school kids that just get sucked into this crazy-ass world of curses, and like, who the hell thought that was a thing, you know? Like, nobody in the real world even knows that's a thing, and all of a sudden it's like, boom, by the way, you're transferring high schools, and you're gonna fight giant-ass demon curse things. Yeah. They can and, uh, kill you. <laughs> right. They're out to get you. They're, they're, yeah, not, like, they're, not, they're not taking any quarter, you know what I'm saying? And uh, so I, I could kind of feel with Utah about being scared and going into that kind of world, you know? It was, it was, it's pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts. But it's one of those things too, where Utah, at least like, unlike Itadori, you know, Utah had been around Rika for a while and had just decided to become a shut in because he was terrified of what would happen to other people. But Utah, man, Utah just ate a finger and was like, oh shit, by the way, I have the king of curses inside of me. Let's get it. Right. And he already had like that crazy physical ability. I think in like the first few episodes, they kind of show him doing like shot put and he breaks the world record and not even trying, you know, not, not even proper form or anything. So I could see that, how that could give him a little bit more confidence going into something. Yeah. I mean, you did just seem to like, a, you know, a shut in little scrawny guy. Yeah. It's like an average kid. Yeah. I'm, I'm me personally. I didn't even know who Yuta was before I even started watching this. Uh, apparently he'd made a couple appearances in the anime, uh, before, but, uh, I had no idea. Um, but it was me good either, to man. watch this. Huh? I said me either, man. Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought he was Fushi girl for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I, I am ashamed of. So I've just admitted, admitted a lot here. I, I think mean, they mention Utah like two or three, two or three yeah. times, but they don't actually ever show him or anything like that. So yeah, okay. I, I had no idea. Like, like Bass was saying, I thought it was Toto for some reason, and I was like, "This this dude, he's gonna have like the craziest glow up ever, you know? Mm-hmm. Little scrawny kid get like that, the, yeah, <laughs> man bun over here, you know, chilling." Uh, now that that man is a character all on his own, man. Bro, I love Toto. <laughs> uh, I mean, I didn't know who he was, uh, but I, it was it was good seeing them offer some backstory for somebody like that, especially since it's comparable to, you know, Itadori. Um, and we also got to see, you know, Gojo, you know, backstory of him and uh, uh, his best friend. I don't know his name. Maybe Ghetto. Yeah, Ghetto. Uh, but I thought it was pretty good. I thought the beginning was super slow for me since I didn't know who Yuta was. But the fight scenes and the animation towards the end, like it carried the movie for me. Um, Mappa, you know, Mappa, you know, Mappa, Mappa doing though. Mappa doing Mappa things is yeah. all we got to say, because I can't think of a studio that hits shit harder than Mappa does right now. Not, <laughs> not Studio Orange, by the way. Trigun. Or B-Stars or any of those. Yeah, <laughs> but... No, I definitely think the diving into Gojo and Ghetto's background a little further was awesome because, like, while Ghetto is in season one, they never really explained that they were best friends or anything like that. Maybe until the very end, but it really just highlighted that relationship. And, I mean, 
Ghetto might be the most racist motherfucker there is, dude. If you ain't That's got true. cursed, if you ain't, he's he's at Frieza level. He's just calling everybody monkeys, <laughs> just like him. Great mirror there. Um, and I thought it was really cool uh, to kind of just see um, where Ghetto had come from to where he was at the point in in the movie and in the story in the main show, because you know his his philosophy was, and it was still based around him feeling superior to other people, but he was saying, you know, the the strong should keep the weak uh, safe. We should take care of them. And then so at some point in his life, he completely flips that and thinks they don't even deserve to be alive anymore. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and that's definitely something I think they're going to get into further in the Shibuya incident arc, which is actually going to be more about Gojo and Ghetto and before. So we're getting an arc and then a prequel. And then season two is a prequel prequel for a bit. Right. So we're getting I, all I, over the place. Yeah. I, I want to see what, what, uh, what happened to get her to make him flip up like that, you know, mm-hmm. but it was always in him, which, you know, that's how most things go. That's, I think that's good storytelling, but I, I want to see how he got to the point of wanting to commit genocide. Fair enough. Did you guys have any favorite moments from the movie? Oh, I mean, definitely, definitely the fight with ghetto and Utah at the end was just spectacular. You know, going back and watching that again was absolutely top notch. I mean, Rita is a stone cold badass. Oh yes. Like the fact that Yuta just out of nowhere learns to use the, you know, the cursed speech. I don't know. It's like, Hey, yo, give me a microphone and just explode. (laughs) Like, holy shit. Right. This guy is yoked with this woman, you know, but then it it all comes out that at the end that, you know, Yuto is actually a descendant of the same clan as Gojo. And it's like, oh, okay, it all makes sense. They're all crazy, OP, disgustingly strong people. Well, my thing is, like, if he's so crazy, OP like that, then why are we seeing more of him in JJK, you know? Well, so they kind of go. They kind of go into that. If you watch to the end of the movie, they pull a classic Marvel, and you get a little post-credit scene, which it seems like you guys guys didn't see it. I'm out of, you know, can't skip the credits these days, kids. Can't skip the credits these days. (laughs) I am just like I'm, but I'm conditioned just to sit at the movie theater until the credits are done. Like at this point, like Marvel ruined me. So I'm. I guess I'm just socially awkward because I didn't get up because no one else got up. And that's how I ended up watching it. <laughs> I was like, why is nobody getting up? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. To bring in one of my other favorite, favorite forms of media, I'm a big Sonic the Hedgehog guy, but believe me, when I saw the end of Sonic 2, I was like, I gotta sit here. We're getting somebody now. It's the shit of Shadow comes out, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> and the crowd right. goes wild. So like, at this point, man, if you're watching a movie, you got to watch to the end. You got to watch the credits roll because they just be throwing them in there willy nilly. Now, that was never a thing until Marvel. That's true. I didn't expect not it from I didn't expect it from Jujutsu Kaisen, though. I was like, Crunchyroll, on Crunchyroll. I mean, we're done, you know, <laughs> right. start rolling. turn that shit off, you know, yeah, time to turn on the next show. And uh, so to, to fill you in, Tyler, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me know bro um so yuta is actually in africa training with miguel hmm. and that kind of ties into my favorite moment from the movie is miguel getting boxed the fuck up 
I don't even know who uh, Miguel is. So he was, um, the, uh, he, he the, was whip, the black guy with the, the whip. Spirit wet. The cursed oh. energy wet. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so that that's who that is. I don't I don't know, you know, why he's training with him specifically, but that's what they're doing right now. But yeah, um, nah, I really loved you know, I, I hate to see, you know, my African brother get his ass whooped like that, but man, it, it Gojo was putting the pieces uh, on him. I was gonna say it's Gojo, dude. You cannot root for that guy. Right. You know, he he's a run on site kind of dude. You know, you can't fight him. What you doing, Miguel? I think Miguel I thought think, he was uh, him. I think he was like Bro, I got enough uh, energy to last 10 minutes or something like that. And Gojo was just like, <laughs> just him in two seconds. He says, psych. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, me personally, I would give it a 7 out of 10. I don't know about y'all. Yeah, I mean, I was I was leaning a little. I really enjoyed Jujutsu Kaisen, so I give it an 8.5 out of 10. Okay. Um, and I was going to say, I think if it was longer and there was more substance in the backstories, like say if they took it to like another half an hour or something, like th- that could be a 10 out of 10 movie if they fleshed out the story a little more. Like, I think so. It was awesome. It was awesome. 100% yeah. awesome. If you haven't I, watched I it yet, I highly recommend. I had it in about an eight until the end uh, when Rita and Utah started getting a little lovey dovey. I, I was cringing for like five minutes, man. Um, hey, man. The, the movie was really good. I loved it, but it was it was it was kind of nuts. It got a little nuts there for a second for me. I think uh, somebody asked what their favorite part was. Yeah, that was my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> and Thank as you, you can, as you can clearly see, we have two opposite sides of the spectrum with these folks, and I just got to yes. wrangle them in. Yes, like we said at the beginning, I'm, I'm here for boxing. I'm here for the fights. <laughs> He's here for boxing, and Tyler's here for tears. <laughs> yes, bro. Like what? What? Uh, what surprised me the most is they didn't have a banger outro. Like, you know, the anime's got lost in paradise. Like, where? Where's that? Give That's me, give true. Me the banger yeah. Outro. You know, we did not get an outro bop. And I mean, I'm a big fan of anime tunes. I mean, intros and outros are some like that can make or break a show in my opinion. Like, I mean, Lost in Paradise, and you know, to be honest, it's probably ranked pretty high, like top five anime songs for me. I just want to get. I'm I'm not a good dancer, but I'm up here trying to you know dance like. He's getting down. There, He's know? getting down. You know? So I love that dude. When in doubt, brother, do the Macarena. <laughs> no, no, don't do the Macarena. Dan well, knows uh, I, I'll do the Macarena. He's seen, he's seen me I've on a dance floor it. bust that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just spread your legs, you start thrusting and throwing your hips around, and you do weird shit with your arms, man. It all works out. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Smooth with it. I'll take your word for it. I'm not going to try it, though. He's going to be, he's going to be, the podcast is going to end. He's going to throw on some anime tunes and just start dancing in his room trying to figure it out. Oh. <laughs> um. What uh? Do y'all know? Happen to know when the second season of Jujutsu Kaisen is gonna be? It's this year, right? Yeah, I don't think we've gotten a date for it yet. No, I, I know it's twenty twenty three. Oh, July. July. So it's gonna okay. be summer twenty twenty three in that block, okay. which I'm very excited for. I'm ready. Because I mean, summer twenty three, we're getting Bleach Core two, we're getting JJK two. I think that's when um. Attack on Titan is coming back for part 17 of their <laughs> last final season. They promise. Appendix B. 
Yeah. Where they're going to cover they're going to cover six chapters over 37 episodes and dra- drag everything out. But I'm very excited someone. anyways. Yeah, no, it's it's still a great show. It's still a great show. Oh, 100%. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm I'm ready for it, so. 100%. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in to the first inaugural banger episode of the anime dgens podcast if you enjoyed listening make sure to show us a little love and drop us a follow on your go-to podcast platform we're going to be dropping new episodes weekly on wednesdays and you can find us on spotify apple music google Podcasts, and more if you'd like to support the podcast leave us a review and tell every anime stand in your life what's up uh being new to the game that's the best way you can help us out Lastly, if you want to stay up to date with the DGENs, make sure to click our link tree in the bio to follow us, follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and of course, join our Discord. We'll have conversations going like this throughout the week. We appreciate you hanging out with us and stay degenerate.